everyone, and a very warm welcome to Grow Your Own Way, a podcast for anyone looking to reclaim the power of their own personal growth and be exactly who they want to be. I'm your host, Kevin Roberts, and I am a coach, learning and development professional, and growth geek who genuinely gets joy out of helping people become the best versions of themselves. Throughout this podcast, we aim to give everyone the belief that there is no one right way to grow, and hopefully we will inspire and motivate people to forge their own paths and in turn, live a life that is true to them. In today's episode, we explore just how curiosity can help us grow. Being curious is a very underappreciated attribute to have, so we look to understand why this is, figure out how it can really support our growth, and discuss ways that we can all be that little bit more curious in everyday life. Now, this is an episode that I've really been looking forward to, and I hope you enjoy it. So, if you're ready, let's get started. So, today's topic was strangely inspired by my love of pub quizzes. Now, I've always loved quizzes. Uh, Throughout lockdown, I hosted and took part in a whole bunch of them. And recently I was talking to a friend and he asked me about like how I have so much useless knowledge in my head. And at the time I just dismissed it. I, I think I said, oh, I have no clue. There's some facts just roll around up there and just left it as that. However, a little while later, I I stumbled across uh, an article about the UK's best quizzes and how they stay on top of their games. Now, of course, they've got incredible knowledge that they dedicate time to learning about specific subjects. And I I suppose they, they revise, they set time to revise. But one thing that they said really stood out to me, and that was a key to a good quizzer is to be curious. Their curiosity forces them to get answers that they may not normally focus on. And that really got me thinking. I I, I think I'm by nature a very curious person. I I don't like not knowing answers. So if I hear an interesting fact, I'll want to know more. And if I hear a strange saying, I'll kind of wonder, oh, where did that come from? And that actually happened a couple of weeks ago. I I was watching an episode of Midsummer Murders. I know, how cool am I really? Um, But it was a plot about bees and, and someone used a line, made a beeline for. Now, it was an obvious pun in the script, but I just had to know where that phrase come from. And it's that type of curiosity that that leads me to knowing just random things. But then I started to think about where else does curiosity help me out then? Does it just help with quizzes? Or is it a much stronger attribute than we give it credit for? And what better way to answer this than by making it a topic on the podcast? Uh, So today I just want to talk about what impact curiosity could have and how we could be even more curious in our lives. And I think the best place to start would be to look at the impact curiosity has on our development. Uh, right from the beginning as children. Now, there's, there's plenty of research to show the importance of curiosity in a child's development. And there's even a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt, which says, I think at a child's birth, if a mother could ask a fairy godmother to endow it with the most useful gift, that gift should be curiosity. And that hits the nail on the head there, because when we're young, how do we learn about the world? How do we learn about dangers, what we can or can't do, what we do or don't like? I mean, we're not born with that knowledge. We have to learn it. Uh, And the best way children do this is to be curious. Curious about their environments, uh, the people around them, of sounds, of colours, of smells, of tastes. Anything that a child has not experienced before or seen before, they'll want to investigate. And we've all seen children do wild and wacky things purely because of their curiosity. And it's not just humans. I mean, this happens across the animal kingdom. Uh, Dogs will sniff strange areas. Cats will sneak up on unknown objects. It is a natural attribute that we're born with and it helps us develop and grow. So armed with that knowledge, I then pose an interesting question. And and that is, why do we stop being curious? Or even, when do we stop being curious? At what point do we lose that childlike wonder or inquisitiveness? And actually research that question, uh, as you can guess, there there isn't an answer. There's not just one answer. 
Uh, it could be when our friends and families tell us to stop asking questions. It could be when it's no longer cool in school to show an interest in something. Or it could be when we don't have the access to the answers that we want. There, there are many points and many things in our lives where we could learn or potentially even be told that curiosity is not a desired trait. And I'm sure we've all heard the expression, curiosity killed the cat. I mean, if that doesn't put us off, then I, I don't know what will. So what I'd love to do is almost remind people about how curiosity is a trait to be proud of. I mean, it shaped innovation across the years with new inventions. It's helped us to understand the planet. It's even helped us explore new worlds. I mean, the, the NASA rover for Mars was called Curiosity. But, but to kind of rein it in a little bit for the sake of this episode, I, I'm going to kind of talk about how it can help each and every one of us uh, today. Uh, how it can help our growth. Uh, and more specifically, I'm thinking of how it can help our happiness our relationships and our careers. So let's first look at how it helps our happiness and our health. Now there's plenty of research out there that suggests that there is a direct correlation between happiness and curiosity. Now I don't think it says anywhere whether people are happier because they're curious or whether they are more curious because they're happy. I don't think that causation is proved anywhere, but the correlation definitely is. So why, what, why is that? And one of the suggestions that I kind of stumbled across and I thought about is that curious people tend to ask more questions in general, but they also ask more questions about their life, about their purpose, about their values and about their happiness. They ask questions to seek almost more meaning in life. And if you cast your mind back to one of my previous episodes, I, I did an episode about Ikigai, which is a reason for being. And we know that people with that reason for being are generally happier. And it suggested that those who are curious will seek to find those answers. So if you're not sold on that approach, then you can actually look at the scientific impact that curiosity can have. It's proven to make our minds stronger. And, and I'm not talking intelligence here. I'm talking about our physical brains. Now, our brains are like a myriad of, of pathways and connections, each one built over time. And when our minds are at the most active, as they are with children, that's when these new pathways are being created. And the more actions are repeated, the stronger these connections get. I mean, there's a, a phrase in neuroscience which says neurons that fire together wire together. That, that's literally saying the more active your mind is, the stronger these connections become. And the more connections and pathways our brain have, the stronger and arguably healthier our minds are. And the key to more connections, you can, you can guess it, curiosity. Asking questions, learning new things, having new experiences, all of these things keep our brains active. And it's when our brains are active that these connections strengthen. So to me, there are a few good health and happiness reasons to stay curious. And another great way curiosity helps us out is with our relationships. So to bring this to life, let's look at the definition of the word curiosity. Now it means a strong desire to know about something. And the key part there that I love is a strong desire. So now when we think about our relationships, think about the relationships that you have right now could be friends, families, loved ones, colleagues, whoever it is. And just think about the ones that you have the best relationships with. What makes those closest to you special? And I'm going to guess you'll be thinking of things like they are good listeners. They're empathetic. They're supportive. Basically, they understand you. And how often do we hear that about relationships breaking down because people don't understand each other? Uh, or at times they just don't want to understand each other. And that's a really important choice to make. And I say that because it is a choice. It is a decision. You decide whether you want to take the time to understand someone, whether you have that desire to know about them, the desire to listen, the desire to understand 
what they're going through or their point of view. Curiosity in relationships is simply the desire to connect with someone. And I mean genuine connections here. Now, if you, if you ask those closest to me about my best traits, I'm, I'm fairly confident they would say I'm a good listener. And, and that's not because I want to be known as a good listener. Uh, it's because I have a genuine curiosity about my friends. I have a desire to listen, to hear what people have to say and to learn about them. I, I may not always agree with what they're saying or, or share some of the same passions, but I'm genuinely curious about what makes them tick. Um, so, so think about your relationships now, like you can just think of one specifically or all of them. And just ask yourself, how curious are you about your friends, your family and so on? How often do you really ask questions and listen to the answer? How often do you have the desire to understand and really connect with people? Yes, you may be wonderful at it right now, but you could also spot some room for improvement. So it, it's just a thought for you. Can curiosity improve any of your relationships? And a third area that I wanted to talk about is how curiosity can help us grow professionally. Now, I think this is the area that I tend to talk to people the, the most about. Now, this could be talking about uh, the skills we need to do our job, uh, the skills we need for the next level, making decisions about our future, or just deciding what step to take next. And I always kind of share with people that curiosity is crucial. And a lot of my coaching conversations, I, I kind of stumble open to the fact that curiosity seems to be getting blocked for one reason or another. Um, the, the main blockage that I see is, is the fixed mindset reappearing. People just accepting things as they are or on face value. So, so some examples of conversations I've had very recently, uh, I've had people tell me that they have to stay in their job because there's nothing else out there. I've had people tell me they couldn't do any other job because they're not qualified. And I've had people tell me they don't want to try something new in case they fail. So it's just a few examples. And you may have said one or two of them yourself. And what I find fascinating is when people tell me those, I, I don't kind of go into judgment mode. I don't tell them they're wrong or start spouting off advice. I just ask questions. And the question I ask the most, the most often is, how do you know? And their response, they just look at me and you can guess the most common response I get is, well, I, I don't know, I just assumed. Just those magic words always appear. And ask yourself now, have you been in that position? H have you told yourself a story, told yourself it so much that you believe it, but actually you have no clue why you believe it? it it's just your normal. And if that's the case, it could, could be because your curiosity has been dampened. Now, when it comes to our, our jobs, our careers, or even our lives, there is so much that we do not know. Every single one of us has blind spots. I mean, it's, it's near on impossible not to. But what that also means is that there are solutions and options that are also in our blind spot. There are, there are things that could help us out that we just don't know about yet. It could be there are pathways we could follow, techniques we could learn, roles we could work towards. Um, it could be there is feedback we're owed or skills we can enhance, relationships that can be built, you name it. All of this magical stuff can be in our blind spots. It's hidden from us. And our choices are we can wait for someone else to shine a light on it for us to give us feedback or to tell us what we're missing, or we can take control. And I'm guessing you can guess where I'm going from here. We can take control by being curious. We don't have to wait for someone to point out our development areas if we're curious enough to find out our own. We don't have to wait for years in the same role, just waiting for an opportunity if we're curious enough to see what's out there. And we don't have to just hope that answers are gonna lie around the corner. We can be curious enough to seek those out for ourselves. As you can hear, I, I get quite passionate about this. Um, but as I said earlier, it, it's proven that curiosity is key. It, it, it's key to innovation, to happiness, to success, uh, to progress, development, health, so many different reasons. 
And all we'd have to do is to make small changes and get that childlike inquisitiveness back. And if you're not along now saying, yes, I want to do that, wonderful, thank you. Um, but you may also be asking, how do I be more curious? If you've asking that, then well done, because you're already being more curious. So to kind of finish off to today, I just want to kind of share a few tips with you about what could help you become more curious. I've got like four to share, but you can try as many as you want, one, two, or even all of them. But, but to begin with, tip number one is, is to make sure that we ask questions and lots of them. Now, to kind of prove the point here, we've already talked about how, how children are almost like the curiosity experts. But did you know that children ask roughly 100 questions a day? That is a lot. They just ask so many inquisitive questions. And I think I remember reading that the period where children are most curious is between the ages of two and four. Um, so if you imagine 100 questions a day for that two-year period, that's over 70,000 questions. I mean, that is a lot. Now, compare that to adults. We ask roughly 20 questions a day. I mean, that's a huge swing. That is a huge difference. And it is not just about the quantity either. Children will ask more qualifying questions as well. Uh, if they ask a question and get an answer and they don't understand it, they will keep going. They will keep asking questions until they fully understand something. And anyone who has ever been asked a question by a child will know their favorite question, and that is why. They don't just accept the first answer. If they, they really want to kind of get to the root cause to, to understand what, what the explanation is. And as I say, that term root cause, I mean, that's not just like individually. I've worked with project teams and they've worked on root cause analysis and they just keep asking the question why. Um, it happens in counselling sessions. You'll, you'll kind of say, this is what I'm thinking and is why, why, why? And you just keep drilling down. So I suppose what I'm saying is share that enthusiasm. Try and ask more questions. If there's something that you want to know or have a desire to learn, just simply ask. Even if you ask, I don't know, five or ten more questions a day, that will still be five or ten pieces of knowledge that you could have missed out on. So there's the first tip. Try asking more questions. The, the, the second tip would be to keep an open mind. Now, we sometimes we, we do take things at face value. We do things the way that we've always done without even realizing why. So, so try and be willing to take the beginner's mindset and be open to new ways of working or thinking. Just because you've done something for 10 years, it doesn't mean there aren't new ways of doing it. A great example of this is when we're settled at work and someone new comes in and they try to make wholesale changes. Uh, I've seen that quite often and that the reflex response is to fight against those changes. Well, our way worked, why do we need to change? Uh, and yes, granted, sometimes not all those changes work. However, when you keep an open mind, some wonderful new tricks and ways of workings could be unleashed. And that can be triggered just by you being curious and having that open mind. And as we talk about new things, that leads us on to the third tip, which is to try new things. Now, you can call it routine, comfort, stuck in a rut, whatever you want. But at times, our old routines can genuinely get in the way of curiosity. Uh, we hold on to what we know. Uh, we almost hold on to it like a safety blanket. But just imagine what you could be missing out on if you just put yourself out there, tried something different. It could be something as simple as, as reading a new book um, that you wouldn't normally read or, or listening to a podcast from people you haven't heard of. It could be that you take a different route next time you're out for a walk and you explore different parts of the city. Uh, or maybe just try new skills that you've always wanted to, but you've never had the courage to. And, and what this means, by taking on new things, you look at the world from a brand new perspective. So that your curiosity opens up the world, which in turn could actually shine some lights on the blind spots that you have. 
and that can even open up pathways that you never knew existed. And I think we'll, we'll kind of finish with my, my final tip, uh, and that's to make sure that fear doesn't stifle your curiosity. Those tips that I've mentioned require an element of courage, the courage to ask a question that no one else has, the courage to take a step back and acknowledge your ways of doing things could be improved, the courage to put yourself out there and try new things. And fear and anxiety can, can hold us prisoner and it can almost like keep us treading water or really limit our growth. And I kind of see curiosity as almost like the antidote to that. It's a tool that allows us to shine a light onto the unknown, the chance to banish like nagging doubts, the chance to open our eyes and see what truly wonderful options are in front of us. And remember what I said earlier on, children have such wonder when they are curious. They're not led by fear of failure or of ridicule. They are led by a desire to know. Um, and whether you want to improve your relationships, uh, make slight improvements to your, to your health or to your happiness, or if you want to take ownership of your career and personal development, I firmly believe that curiosity is a key that will help you there. Curiosity didn't kill the cat, the cat is alive and well. And when you embrace curiosity, you will also see how alive and well your own growth is too. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Uh, I hope my passion for curiosity came through. It is really something that is core to my life and I firmly believe is a core foundation to success and to happiness. Now, I've been continuing to receive some wonderful feedback on the podcast. Uh, I really do read each and every comment that you give, so please keep your thoughts coming in. Um, I've also seen a few people sharing my content as well, so a huge thank you to anyone that's done that. It never fails to put a smile on my face. Uh, remember, you can find me on LinkedIn uh, or follow me on Instagram by searching for official Grow Your Own Way. And as usual, please, please, please like, rate, and subscribe to the show. It really does help spread the podcast. Uh, I learned the other day that I actually have listeners in Australia, so your actions really can reach the other side of the world. Uh, but for now, I'd like to say thank you so much for listening. I am truly grateful for everyone who downloads any episode. I hope that you all stay safe and well, and I will speak to you on the next episode of Grow Your Own Way. Goodbye. Goodbye.